Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? Just trying to stay out of trouble as always. I, I hope you didn't wash away last week. No, I, well, we almost did on Saturday. We were out on, uh, I think, was probably the uh, one of the only days, you know, sort of after the river came down and cleared up. Um, to a to a decent level and uh that afternoon it came back up and got dirty again and um it's kind of sitting there right now so it's uh it'll be another you know several days before the new is really back into good shape but trout streams are still high i mean we had a couple several inches of rain in the course of a couple of days so it uh everything got hit pretty hard um, but the trout streams, of course, will recover the quickest. It'll probably be another two days or so, and you know we'll be back in shape there. But right now, it's tail waters and tying flies and trying to get ready for spring. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the good news is it looks like you don't have any rain in your near-term forecast, and even more important, your temperatures are starting to warm up. Yeah, yeah, the rivers are are warming up. I mean, we were in like the mid forties on the new on Saturday. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to consistently be seeing, you know, fifties in the next week and virtually no rain forecast in the next 10 days. So things should be getting into, into spring shape for sure. Speaking of spring shape, um, you know, smallmouth season will be right around the corner. I have a smallmouth question for you. Okay. So this is from uh, C. Jones outside. That's his Instagram handle. And um, he targets smallmouth on the new in North Carolina and Virginia from a raft. And he's been struggling to put more fish in the boat. And I guess the question he has for you is, you know, he gets to, to fish for smallies about 12 days a year. Is it better for him to find one stretch of water that he knows, you know, holds fish and learn that really well? Or is it better to try to find new sections of the river on each trip? Um, I would certainly say, I mean, I'm all about exploring the river and, and trying to learn it as, as best you can. But I would honestly say with limited time, you know, you're, you're, it's going to take you a lot longer. Um, you're going to have to be a lot more diligent about, you know, paying attention to details and that kind of thing. Um, if you're fishing new water every trip. Um, just because, you know, again, limited days and the, uh, thing about fishing is that conditions are always changing. You have good days, and bad days. And, um, if, uh, you can go to a really good piece of water on, you know, an off day and think that it's just a marginal piece of water and sort of ride it off long term. If you don't have the, you know, temporal freedom to be able to go in and fish it like three, four or five times to get a good uh, picture of it. So I would honestly say um, to pick a, pick a stretch of river that you know has fish in it um, year round, you know, that has spawning habitat and that, you know, has good summer water where, where fish spend their summers and, and just try to learn it as, as much as you can. Um, and even just doing that, you know, you'll notice, You'll notice patterns. You'll you'll figure out how that stretch of the river works, and um, then you can hopefully extrapolate that to, to other sections of the river. And uh, you know that'll make 
you know, those days when you do go explore new pieces of water, um, just a little bit more productive and fruitful probably because you're going at it with a little bit more, you know, of a refined uh, approach, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I think it does really help to fish the same piece of water several times at several different times of the year. Because I think, you know, not only does it help you, to your point, learn that piece of water better, but it also helps you have a better idea about what fish behavior is. Exactly. Right. And then you can take that and then you can apply that kind of seasonal knowledge and um, and have a better shot when you go fish new places. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you fish a piece of water that has, you know, again, you'd want to pick a piece that you know has sort of a diversity of habitat that you know is going to have fish year-round. Um, and then, you know, you'll start to notice certain things where fish spend time in the spring and and where they're concentrated in the springtime, where they're concentrated in the fall, you know, certain areas that are better than others in the summertime. Um and, you know, like you said, it, that'll just, that, that'll apply to the rest of the river too. Um, so getting to know that one piece of water really well, um, will help you in theory learn the rest of the river and, uh, you know, just, just make those future scouting missions more productive. Yeah. And I would also, I, the name of the authors escapes me right now, but I guess that smallmouth book that the guys up in uh, Wisconsin and Michigan wrote is a really great resource, regardless of where you fish for smallmouth. Yep. So, well, it's not a fishing report with you, Matt. If you um, if you don't tell us what you're writing for the rural Virginian. Yeah this this week um, we had we had another uh, sort of Virginia uh, legendary fly tire pass away in the last week or so. Walt Terry, um, who made popping bugs um, from up in northern Virginia, passed away last Sunday. And, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to, trying to make that public and, and, uh, talking to some people in the Virginia circuit that knew Walt pretty well and, and, you know, trying to put some good information out there about him and what he, what he did and, and what he was all about. So that should come out next week. Um, I don't have one that came out this week Been getting busier as, as things are getting warmer here, but. That one will certainly come out next week, and I hope it uh, hope it can do some justice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were saying you're kind of getting ready to jump off the guiding cliff here in the next day or so. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's coming. It, I thought I was safe because it was it was February, but March comes after February, and somehow I managed to book most days in March, and you know, then it'll be April and the rest of spring and summer, and it'll be winter again before we know it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you'll be squirrel hunting and deer hunting and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Let uh, before I let you hop, uh, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you this season? Yeah, man, the website is com, and my email, uh, phone number, and social media links and all that's on there. So um, feel free to call or email or whatever you want to do, and I look forward to fishing with you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, folks, spring is right around the corner. You owe it to yourself to get out there and chase some trout. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin. Thanks, Marvin.